I'm here with Jane Anson, who worked with us on writing a book about Obaï, Chateau Obaï, an exceptional terroir. Thank you, Jane, for being with us today. Thank you, Veronique, for asking me to join you. Uh, we started more or less at the same time. Uh, we share love for the same people, like Denis Dubourdieu. We always have fascinating conversation. But first of all, Jane, how did you come to writing? I um, was born in Oxford and have, ever since I was tiny, I can't remember ever wanting to do anything else but to write books. So my first book was called The Beech Tree Patrol when I was seven years old. <laughs> it was about a group of girl guides going on some adventure. And I, as I grew up, I, um, I did English literature at university and I became a, a writer. I moved to Hong Kong, I moved to Japan first of all and then to Hong Kong and began writing journalism. And I just, I just always wanted to write, to write books. And so when I moved to France to study wine, what I found in wine was that it reunited or it brought together so many different things that I loved. So the fact that you can study the history of things. I, I love looking into archives and, and finding out the stories that are hidden in the past. And wine is just full of stories in the past. So that really, really I found fascinating. And then wine, particularly Bordeaux wine, you can't understand Bordeaux wine without looking at the bigger um, economic context, the political context. It's a, it's a region more than almost any other in the world, I think, which is so shaped by its location in terms of it being a port city. And then throughout history, you see what impact that has had politically and economically. So I found that fascinating when I moved to Bordeaux. And then you have the sensual aspect of wine. It tastes great and it's lovely to share with friends and it's great to, um, to kind of try and understand what it is exactly that makes a wine taste the way it does. And bringing all that together and meeting people, as you say, like Denis de Bourdieu, who really helped me see that, that wine is not just a, a drink and that it really does bring together all of those different aspects of life. I think as a writer, I just felt I'd found something which I could, which I could write about and enjoy and that um, yeah, would bring all those different passions together. It's true. Wine is part of civilization. So <laughs> there's so much to say about wine than just uh, about the, the drink itself. You yeah. have the history, you have the culture, the, the, the past. And I think to, to write the present and imagine the future, you need to know your past. And that's why it's a 20-year project we, we had with this book. Uh, we started uh, working with uh, an historian, Hélène Brun-Puginet, who put all together the, the, the archives of Obaï that we didn't have at that time. And we were fascinated to see how deep was the story of Obaï. So after doing all that, we needed to find someone who could put that into perspective with a beautiful writing and a great light. And we are very, very uh, thankful for the time you spent working on this project because it's not that easy. But how did you go about the research? Um, how, what was this project that you find it interesting? I think I'm really happy that you mentioned Ellen because I think it's really important to think I stood on the shoulders of the people who had been doing this work beforehand for Obayi. And I should say that I've, my very first book that I wrote in Bordeaux was about um, the first growth of Bordeaux um, and I met um, Ellen Bougenier's husband, Alain, who is a, who's a medieval researcher. And so... As soon as I heard the word Prigionier, I was interested because I really have so much respect for her husband and I know, and I know what a brilliant researcher she is. 
And so I was very lucky that you allowed me to look at the research that she'd done. And then from there, um, I, I think writing a book is a bit... Is a bit you're, you're doing a kind of a breadcrumb trail. You're trying to find the things that are interesting and, and zero in on them and then string them together into a wider context. So what does it mean? That, you know, I've, I found one of the reasons why I was attracted to doing this book is because I've always loved your wines, but it's more than that. I like that you have just quietly gone about setting a standard for the appellation without having to shout about it. You've just quietly gone about making a, a brilliant wine and people have come to you and discovered how great the wine is that you do and, and now unquestionably being seen as one of the best estates in the, in the whole of, of, of Bordeaux and in France. But it's been done through just doing the job well over and over and over again. And so that was in itself attractive. But as you say, when you start looking into the, the um, history of Obaye, it's the history of this appellation, this part of Bordeaux. And as someone who, who loves history, I find the Grave and Pesat Leonian really interesting because right back to the Roman times, right back to when um, Bordeaux was first cultivated as a, as a wine-growing area, this is where it was happening. And then you look through the, the history um, it's of Obaye, you see the first stirrings of the merchants who were coming and developing wine in Bordeaux. And because you're close enough to the city... This was always a place where, where the people who came from the Basque region, so coming up from Spain or coming down from Paris, often this is where they'd be. You're an area here as well where a lot of the, um, the big church, church estates were, so until the French Revolution. So you see the breakup of the estates after the French Revolution. All of those wonderful histories of, of Bordeaux are contained within the history of Aubaye. So my job, in a way, was super easy. It was trying to find those stories trying to find the people who you had here at Obaye who, um, who shaped that history and then letting their stories live. And then, as I say, with the breadcrumbs, it's then linking that to more recent times and what, what you guys have done over the past few decades with the Wilmers and with the Sanders family before that. So I have a question for you, Veronique. My question is, of all of those owners that we've talked about in the book, who are the ones that have most inspired you in your day-to-day -day work? Oh, lots of them. And uh, Hélène Brimpugigny at that time pointed out that uh, the history of Obaye was fascinating because it was full of very strong personalities, characters. And uh, when you go through the centuries, you meet each of them and it's incredible. Of course, it was started by a Basque family in the 14th, 15th century. Uh, although we had vines planted before, probably since the 12th century, which is, makes the property very old. Uh, but the first golden age was probably due to a Parisian banker called Firmin Le Bailly. He fell in love with the existing vines in 1630 and uh, bought all of them and created, in a way, the first uh, vineyard of Obaye under the name of Domaine de Bailly, from his name. And, and, and worth saying that he came here in the 17th century, and then it was a full hundred years later that in the Medoc, wave after wave of Parisian bankers came and set up the, the huge estates that became classified in 1855. And that's something I found really interesting, that you guys here, a hundred years earlier, were attracting the Parisian bankers of their day. 
That's, that's very true, actually. And, and the Graveria is probably the birthplace of the vineyard of Bordeaux. And we, we had everything. We were avant-gardistes already. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's the constitution of the, of the domain. And uh, then you had uh, another amazing owner called Alcide Bello, Bello de Minière. Yeah, he was one of my favorites too. Yes, <laughs> the Roi des Vignerons, the king of vineyards. This one was absolutely incredible. And he put all his money, all his, his science into the estate. And he managed actually to sell Obey at the same price as the first growth during 70 years. So it was really a fabulous time for me. And when I started here, I was I got the inspiration from what he did. I read his beautiful letters. He's, he was convinced by the fact Obey was an exceptional terroir and that he was producing a nectar. So uh, that was a, a very, very big inspiration. Uh, and then, of course, we were lucky, and that's probably the third real golden age with Bob Wimmers coming in. Uh, and completely passionate also about Bordeaux. He fell in love with Obey and he also put a lot of love into this estate so that we, we had the, the means, the tools to, to, to move forward and move fast. So uh, we are living at the moment an extraordinary period. And when you look back also in the history, there have been a number of um, women owners, of, of female owners who actually made a huge difference to how the estate was run. And I, I loved some of the things I found in the archives of... Um, you, you had one woman owner who, was, who everyone was, was very scared of, and there were people who owed her money, and she would always write them these, these very um, strict letters um, telling them they had to pay up or, or else. I, mean, <laughs> I, I loved that we see that time and again through the history, that these, these women, as you are doing today, really shaped, shaped this estate. Yes, that's, that was also for me a discovery because we had a few great women in the 16th century with Joanne de Goyanesh or Marie Chatry and mostly in the 17th century with Anne de Levard and then Catherine de Levard. And, so, and those women were very strong and they were having trials. For, for, for example, a barrel producer didn't perform well and they were suing them, you know. So they had very strong personalities they didn't last only a few years, but sometimes one of them uh, ran the estate for 30 years. So they spend a lot of time here. And uh, more recently, we forgot about the role of women in, in the wine industry. When I arrived, I mean, it was we, we were one, one of the first women uh, talking or doing wine, you know. But uh, in the past, you had very strong women involved in the wine. So, yes, and it's interesting, isn't it? Because it seems that when they're... Often they may have come to it through their fathers or their husband, but it seems that it, when, when those people died and they were on their own, they, they were very, very capable and, and accepted to keep running the estates for decades afterwards. There's whole decades, 30 years, 40 years at a time, when it's just women at the top of Obayi who are doing a brilliant job. Yeah, I think it's wonderful to know that that existed before. I agree. And probably also explain why Obayi is so um, strong in a way, because it has a, a strong past with deep roots, actually. Yeah. So you did other books before, Jane. And uh, how did you approach this one? And who produced this one? <laughs> so I think every time you do a book, you have to think you are returning to zero. You have to think, what, is, what does this book need? And it has to be partly shaped by what interests you as the author. And I think that's really important to say that 
this is a book which is Obaye's book, but you were very kind to say, you know, I was able to write it as I, as I thought was best suited. And I think that's really important when you're, when you're writing a book that you have to have input as an author as to how it's going to, how it's going to be shaped. And I worked with um, a, a good friend of, of mine who I worked with for many years at Decanto, who's called John Stimfick. And John Stimfick had just launched this new publishing house, and I'm so happy to have been part of his first book and so happy that he worked with you f- for his first book on this. And so what we did was I'd already done my deep dive into the archives and the work that Ellen had done and had found what I thought were the most important parts and then we had to think, how do we visually express that? And how do we make sure that we are looking at the past of Obayi with the present of Obayi? And then not forgetting, you, you know, you have led the way for so many centuries, is how do we show what you're doing now to, to make sure that that continues into the future? So we tried to ensure that we were getting these personalities of the people in the past, but also of today. And exactly as you say, your work with people like Axel Marshall, you worked with Denis de Bordier for many, many years. And this shows that Obaye was very um, kind of groundbreaking when you had people like uh, Alcide Bello de Minière, who was really not just revolutionary, but scientific. He was very much doing a lot of research of what did he believe was most important for making wine. And then more recently, you worked with Denis de Bordier, you, worked with, you now work with Axel Marshall, and the work that you've done with your new seller is there's always been here a sense of linking the past with the future. So we wanted to make sure that visually we were doing that. And then at the same time, what actually matters here is the soil, the earth, the, the, the vines, this sense of peace that, that there is at Obayi. So to express that visually, we broke up the text. So we have the idea of the seasons. And as you go through the, the history and, 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 and then the present and looking into the future, there are gaps throughout the book where we have a, a section about spring then a section about summer, a section about autumn, and then what's happening in, in the winter in the vineyard. And so it gives this pause, which is what we are hoping. It gives this feeling of, of, of respiration, of breathing, as you're going through the book. So you have these moments where there's text and, 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 and talking about you know, kind of action, and then these moments of quiet and repose, and that is when you're looking at the, the images of the seasons. And we hope that that is showing this idea of peace and serenity that there is at Obayi alongside the action and the research and all the work we're doing. Yes, thank you, Jane. And I think the, the, the pictures illustrating the books are, are beautiful, and it really shows that uh, we are here for the long term. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. So this book is being released, actually, at the same time as our new seller, which means a lot to us, because it, it really means that the new sellers, uh, to build the new sellers, we also needed to know where we come from, you know. And uh, having studied for so many years our past, uh, using it for the time being, uh, it will also be connected with the new sellers, which are a link with the, the 21st century uh, jump into the future. So I think it's a, the perfect timing to have this book published and uh, we are extremely thankful for all you did with so precise, detailed work uh, going into the DNA and the spirit of Obayi. You capture it very, very well and uh, we can't wait to have it revealed to everybody and we hope everybody will enjoy reading it. Well, thanks so much, Veronique. Really, thank you for asking me. I hope everybody enjoys it too. (laughs) Thank you, Jane.